Welcome to Nice Ashes. I'm Nate. And I'm Mike. What do we got tonight, Mike? Today, whenever you're listening. When do whenever we have you it? are listening. What yes. do we have when you have it? We have the Nub 4-inch Habano. I was uh, giving this the old uh, snoz test, and it smells more interesting than the uh, Cameroon, which we smoked last episode. Yes. It smells much darker. Well, it looks much darker, too. But Yes. Uh, I've found, in my head, I've always thought of myself as a Maduro guy. But you've been digging the Connecticut's. I've been digging the Connecticut's and the Cameroons and the lighter stuff, yeah. So, not that I'm not liking the Maduro's. Well, yeah, of course. Maybe my uh, palate is changing. Because I've... Uh, I used to be really into English pipe tobacco as well. And uh, that stuff's really earthy. I like that. Yeah, so do I. I like the spiciness of it. But lately I've been going more towards like the high end uh, flavored and lighter tobaccos as well. So maybe in my old age, quote unquote old age, (laughs) I am uh, uh, expanding my palate. I don't want to get too uh, too deep into this, um, but I did try the uh, Cult Blood Red Moon pipe tobacco. Oh, did you? With Dave. And Dave has done a lot of aromatic uh, tobaccos. And we were sitting out smoking it, uh, and I built a fire back here uh, out on our patio. And I was telling Dave that this was my very first aromatic pipe tobacco, and I've been smoking a pipe for, you know, two plus years now. Sure. And uh, he was very su- very surprised that I hadn't had a, you know, a flavored tobacco yet in my pipe. Wow. See, and I've tried a lot of flavored pipe tobaccos, and uh, I don't like them, usually. But, yeah, and uh, that's what I thought, but that one was really nice because it's not overly... And I don't want to get too much into it because we're going to do... Hopefully, we're going to do some little, like, special episodes with pipe tobaccos. But uh, I'm a fan. I like that one. Uh, that's pretty much the first flavored pipe tobacco that I have found that I really liked. Um, and I've tried the CAO uh, cherry, and I really like that one too. Okay, see, um, I got I got the the CAO cherry, cherry bomb, and the um, cult blood red moon in a in a pack in that pack from uh, they had it on a huge discount on pipesandcigars.com, not a sponsor, and I just got both because it was super cheap. And uh, I've only tried the uh, Blood Red Moon so far, but uh, <clears throat> in my opinion, the CEO Cherry is not as good. But uh, I also have all of the uh, CEO flavored tin tobaccos. I want to try the Moon France. To, uh, yes, yeah. so do I. I want to try all of them because right. uh, we're going to do some special products. episodes. Um, it is uh, what is it? It is uh, September here. It might be. October by the time uh, this episode goes live, but uh, in the winter, it's a lot easier for me to smoke a pipe because it smokes a lot quicker than a cigar. So we might be recording some special episodes uh, over the winter here for our listeners. Uh, This, you know what, this one, uh, it doesn't taste overly bitter at start. And I'm getting a, uh, I don't know if like nutty is the right sense, but it's kind of like a sweet nut. It's interesting because, like, my sense of smell is not very good. And not because of COVID. It's just it's never been very good. 
Like I can smell things, but uh, Sarah will always smell things first and be like, do you smell that? And then if I like really inhale, I can smell whatever she's talking about. Sure. So I think like, because I don't have a highly attuned sense of smell that maybe my taste isn't as highly attuned uh, either, but I'm trying my best for this podcast to like explain what it is I'm tasting. But a lot of times I just don't know um, other than if I like it or don't. So sure. I'm getting nuttiness and that traditional kind of um, alcohol flavor that you get at the start of a cigar, if you know what okay. I mean. Okay, yeah. That really yep. high note, yep. almost like liquor. I like this one. Um, I'm only a couple puffs in, of course, but. I had some waiting issues, so I just lit mine. Okay. I'm about an eighth of an inch in. Um, I am, uh, so I wanted to talk about this, and I was telling Mike in between uh, episodes here. But I'm drinking uh, the, I bought this as a single from Trader Joe's because Trader Joe's is one of the few uh, liquor stores you can just walk into and crack open a pack on the shelf and buy one can or one bottle. Um, but I bought this big, big tall boy can of uh, Toppling Goliath Brewery, uh, the King Sioux Double India Pale Ale. And if you go to the um, Natural History Museum or the Field Museum in Chicago, uh, they brewed the uh, the Sioux beer for Sioux, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, which is on display there. And this is the double double IPA version of that. And uh, it's brewed in Decorah, Iowa, of all places. And we talked about Iowa on our last episode. Um, but this one's got like some mango, orange, and pineapple in it. Uh, and I'm just reading that from the can. I'm not a, I can't taste hardly anything. Uh, I mean, that's not true, but like, I don't have the, the palette. Um, so I think it's a good pairing with this little bit darker, uh, Habano. We, we did, we did say we were smoking the nub Habano, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't have a great palate either. So I like dark roast coffee. Uh, I like medium roast coffee as well under certain circumstances, but I have never found a light roast coffee where I was like, ooh, this is wonderful. Okay, uh, and normally we drink, like I drink, uh, when I go buy coffee in the store, in the grocery store, I always pick the light roast. Sure. See, and I get medium because, and dark. Because I read somewhere that light roast coffee has more caffeine than dark roast. I've always been under that impression as well. Um, but we always, we usually get, uh, the Camerons, which is local, you know, it's a Minnesota coffee and they've got some good light roasts. Sure. Um, and they've actually been branching out now and they've got like a Hawaii, a Hawaiian blend and a Norwegian blend. Uh, their woods and water is really nice. So if you see that, you should pick up at least a small bag and just give it a try. I'm really, I'm a big fan of their, uh, Velvet Moon. Ooh, that one's the good. Cameron's Velvet Moon. Is that yeah. their, that's their espresso, right? Yep. That's the uh, medium, medium dark espresso bean. And it's wonderful. That is very good. Very good. But I, I drink a lot of different coffees from a lot of different places. Local yeah. places usually. And you drink a lot of tea. I do. Which we've talked about before on the, uh, on the podcast here. Yep. I am a tea guy. 
there's uh, one company now I can't remember the name of it, but I'm, I drink several of their teas and they're out in North Carolina. Okay. And they're quite good. I suppose I could look it up so yeah. for everybody. The, uh, uh, you might as well give a shout out. I mean, we don't have any sponsors, so uh, you know that this is unsolicited recommendation, which sometimes yes. are the best recommendations. I think. Oliver Pluff and Company. Okay. Uh, yeah, Oliver Pluff and Company, and they uh, they make some pretty good teas. Uh, also, I got the first one I I got from uh, Mount Vernon. They had the Colonial Bowie tea. Okay. And uh, it's kind of smoky. Very yes. good. And, now, I've uh, been to a lot of places in the country, but I have never been to either Carolina. And I've heard that kind of both Carolinas, because they've got a lot of coastline, too. And I've heard that they're very, very beautiful places to visit. Um, and one of our one of our old coworkers uh, has a family uh, pecan farm out in one of the Carolinas. Okay. And They're from uh, South Carolina, by the way, not North Carolina. Okay. I'm not sure if I said North. I, I don't uh, remember. I don't remember um, either. <laughs> they're kind of the same thing, like Virginia, West Virginia. Just It's just Virginia. Well, uh, no, because West Virginia... Let's uh, not fight. ...weren't a bunch of traders 150-some years ago, 160 years ago, whatever it is now. Well, and I only said that because I knew <laughs> that both both Virginias were, were going to get upset at that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but... You know, our I think old coworker said about the traitor, the traitor part. That too. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, I don't know. I'd like to go visit the Carolinas because you never. I mean, you hear about them sometimes, but it's not really. You know, being from the Midwest, you don't really hear about the Carolinas a whole lot. They have some good beaches there. I know that. Yeah. Uh, for beach people. I mean, if I can, if I can drink and sit in the shade, I'm a beach person. Right. I, I've always wanted to go to one of those uh, resorts in Central America that has uh, an in-house cigar roller. Let's do that. Yes. I've always wanted to do that. If All I we can... have to do is bring one of our mics, and then uh, that could be a special episode. We should mm-hmm. get that resort to sponsor an episode. We should. We should. Yeah, we can drink... Uh, rum or whatever the local yeah. uh, liquor is, tequila, yeah, and uh, smoke some cigars. So in between episodes here, I was telling uh, Mike that I discovered my coworker also likes cigars, and yes. I had no idea. And I was trying to tell him to go and watch the Arnold Schwarzenegger tequila cigar, and he goes, no, 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 I've already tried that, and we've tried brandy, and they were both great. So uh, Mike and I have tried tequila, we tried vodka, which was not great. We do no. not recommend vodka. Uh, but brandy sounds interesting, and so I think we might have to try a brandy cigar. Yeah. we. Uh, my uh, favorite brandy is Osbach Uralt, and I uh, I think that would be good. Yeah. Um, and I think that's got just enough of the sweetness. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, don't, I don't ever – unless you get a flavored vodka – it's not overly sweet. No. Tequila's got the sweetness because it's like the agave. Right. It's got you some know. tang to it, too. Yeah. Uh, it's got a very good uh, uh, you know, flavor profile or whatever for mixing with other things. And I think the brandy, I, th- I think, like, cause, and, we, and we had been, like, 
I don't know, philosophizing about this, right? Like which other uh, liquors could we possibly soak our cigars in? Right. And I want to try uh, whiskey. And you were, oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm not, oh, no. I think we should. Um, but I, th- I think the whiskey might be one where the the type of whiskey we pick. Oh, yes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be huge. I think with tequila, you could almost do any tequila and it would be fine. Um, right. We used to use the cheap, well, well yeah. relatively cheap tequila. Yeah. Uh, but I think with whiskey, you really have to pick, you have to be discerning with the whiskey. You can't pick like just bottom bottom shelf. No, you probably don't want to use Screaming Eagle. And you probably don't want to pick like a Elay malt either. No. Where it's real smoky, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know about that. PD, you don't want the peaty, earthy, smoky. Right. You want something a little lighter, probably. Yep. Something nice and sweet. Maybe uh, Whistler. That might be all right. Yeah, the Whistler might be fine. And they've got a couple different uh, variations of that, too. Yes. I got some Basil Hayden's at the house now. We could uh, maybe use, if, I, if it's still around by that time. Yes. I mean, I can be there in, in a couple hours, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, we rum. I think rum would be good. Yes. Would you do just the uh, the white rum or would you do the spiced? Oh, I'd do a spice rum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd get something good. Yep. We could do white rum too, but I think spice rum would be the ticket. Yeah, I think the white rum would be too close to the vodka. Right. And it just wouldn't be... Wouldn't be magical. Right. right. Oh, a good white rum has sweetness to it. But, uh, yeah. I mean, no, Bacardi is trash. Yeah. Uh, something more like a, the real McCoy or, you know, a real Barbados rum of some kind. Yes. But, I'm not sure how discerning people are on their liquor. But I tend to be fairly picky. Yeah, and what I've heard, and I don't know, it's not not necessarily always true. But what I've heard is, uh, you know, it's kind of like just one of those sayings where there's a little bit of truth in it. But for the clear liquors, you can be less discerning, and you need to be pretty picky with the brown liquors. Sure. You know, I mean, a spiced rum is a spiced rum. Not always. Not not always. Not so I had some spice rums that were had fruit notes and were extremely yeah. good, like straight. Just yeah. drinking it was really good. And then I've had uh, clear liquors that are that Kharkov vodka is not good. No, <laughs> but I also think like it depends on what you intend to do with this liquor. Like if you're mixing it, that will play a role in the decision. Sure. That is true. I've gotten away from mixing my liquor at all. Yeah. Mr. Um, whiskey Sour over here. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I like my whiskey sours. This is well, who like doesn't? A, I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, you it's know. It's like uh, the way I make, quote unquote, make a whiskey sour at home is I do a shot of whiskey, a shot of lemon juice, and then just club soda to fill up the rest of the glass. I put it in a beer glass with ice in it. So... It's uh, it's definitely a mixed drink, but I'm not putting brown pop in it or something. <laughs> or like three tablespoons of sugar. Right. Yeah. 
there's no sugar. Or simple syrup is what they use, right? Yeah, you can use simple syrup. I don't have any of mine. Uh, I made them with simple syrup, and I don't like it. I don't like the overly sweet, you know? Yeah. Uh, if I'm doing whiskey like a, should bring the sweetness up Yeah. enough if, by itself. If I'm doing a one-off drink, I could do a sweet, you know, like a sweeter, more fruity drink, but I'm not going to sit there and drink those all day long. Well, I make a whiskey sour and a vodka sour the same way. I just substitute vodka for the whiskey. <laughs> yeah. When I uh, I tend to prefer the vodka martinis to the gin martinis. Ah, uh, as do I. Okay. As do I. I like gin in sweet drinks. Funnily enough, like a smash, you know. Yeah. Uh, I did. Uh, I drank when I was in London. I spent a month there on a film internship, and I was there with a New Yorker, and uh, we didn't have money really, so. Uh, we went to this like local, local, local bar, which is no longer there, which makes me sad. Uh, but it's not like I'm going to be able to go there soon. Uh, but we did, uh, we did gin and Coke and that was our mixed drink because it's cheap. Uh, and it actually didn't taste terrible. So I, uh, had a friend in college that used to drink vodka and diet Coke. Okay. And it was... Uh, I mean, it was fine when I was 20. <laughs> yeah, well, that's one of the things is like, it could still be fine now, but it just depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like if that's all they had or like the super fruity stuff. Right. Not that not that the super fruity stuff is bad because of like, you know, masculinity or anything like that. It's just I don't prefer that. Yeah, you know, one is more than enough. I, I, you know, I do enjoy a good mimosa, mm-hmm. um, but I've only ever had, I think, one or two of those. Sure. I like mimosas. Uh, I like margaritas. Yeah. Margar- margaritas yeah. are good. Uh, do you just get it with the ice or do you get it all blended up? I like it both ways. Okay. But what I really like is when you use the Grand Mariner, uh, as the sweetener, you know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. So you have the lime juice, and then you have your tequila, and you have Grand Mariner. And that's what sweetens it up, is the Grand Mariner, not a sugary yes. glob of, you know, strawberries or something. Yep. But that's really, I would consider that a, more of a sour, a sweetened sour. Yes. I like uh, I like a lot of sours, um, especially since they do a lot of them with fruit. You know, like it's a fruit a fruited sour, right? Um, well, I'm probably halfway. Oh yeah, I'm halfway. Um, not a lot of flavor change. No, nope. it's still nope. nutty, very good, very smooth. Yeah, uh, it uh, and it oh, and it started that way. There really wasn't yes. uh, much hint of bitter at the at the get go. So. Uh, this one is, has been a little more consistent, although I appreciated the, the flavor change in the Cameroon, kind of to the more sweet. Yes, I like the flavor change as well. But this is also very good. Oh, yes. Uh, I would not turn my nose up at it for sure. Absolutely darker. not. Definitely darker. Yep. Yeah, by, uh, by quite a bit from the Cameroon, 
even though the wrapper uh, the wrappers weren't that far off shade wise. No, they were, looked pretty similar. The band gave it away. Yep. Um, but if yes, you were to I, take the bands off, you could easily mistake them. Yeah. I, I like both of them so far. Um, yeah, I think it's good. I'm trying to decide. Like, if I had uh, both in the humidor, which one would I grab? Uh, and I think that'll be a question that we can ask at the end when we when we get there <laughs> to the end of the cigar. Right. Uh, well, so but, far they're both good. They're different, but they're both uh, oh, very yes. good. Yes, but I'm I'm thinking about like my personal preferences and your personal preferences. Um, but that sure. maybe we'll come back to that when we're closer to the end of the of the stick, and we'll we'll try and decipher which of these two. And we've only done the two so far in the in the nub series, and we've got mm-hmm. five more after this. So it's not definitive yeah. until we've smoked them all. No, no, it's not. I think we're probably gonna like all of them. Maybe there'll be a dud in there. Oh, I'm sure we're gonna like all of them to some extent. Right. There's always a dud somewhere. Yeah. Uh, they can't even with the Rocky Patels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, there were some that were like, ah, probably not. Probably not yeah. again. Not, not, you know, I'm not going to spend $12 for it. That's for sure. Yeah. If somebody Normal. else was like, here, do you want to smoke this? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but that, but they say that about, um, they say that about beer too, right? Like you can't ever say anything bad about a free beer. Right. Yeah. It's, it's free. You know, it's, that's just like common, common courtesy, uh, common etiquette. You know, if somebody's giving you something, it's not bad. I was at a bowling alley. Shocker. Oh my god, week. you you went to one of those CD places, Mike? I know, right? And um I had a mango cart wheat and I tried that. And then I was like, "Ah, eh, I want something dark." So I had them look through and they didn't have a single dark beer. Okay. Uh, and I was talking to the bar manager and I'm like, "You guys don't have Guinness? Like that's like the Bud Light of dark beer, you know? If you have a fully stocked bar, which this is a huge bar, you would think that you had at least one dark beer there as a think. standard. Uh, every winter, that particular alley gets snowdrift. Yeah, uh, which is a Lining Kugel's vanilla porter, and it's a little and, too. Uh, it's too sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah, it's good though. I like it. It's. It... <sighs> I like it. Okay. I do. I'm glad you yeah. like that, Mike. <laughs> you don't like it. A lot of people don't. <laughs> I had a well, I had a huge falling out with Lineys. Uh when I first started getting into craft beer after college. Um, I drank a lot of Lineys. And then I started branching out and drinking more things. And uh what really kind of sealed uh the last nail in the coffin for me for Lineys was I drank something called like a sunset wheat. Okay? And that's what it's called, sunset wheat. And I drank it and I was like, this tastes like the milk left over in the bowl after you eat Fruity Pebbles. Yes. And it was terrible. Like, I felt like I was just drinking the milk. I'm going to keep saying milk uh, for all of our listeners in Oklahoma and South. Uh, you can make fun of that pronunciation. But it, 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 was, it tasted 
like that super sugary, sweet, fruity milk. Yes. And I don't want that in a beer. And then ever since I tasted that, I was hypersensitive to all the sweetness they put in all their beers, or most of them. And, uh, you know. Their Barry Weiss is horrendous. Oh, God. In my opinion. The su- you know uh, what the you know what I, uh, the summer shandy is fine in the summer, but it's got to be like it. It's got to be like an eighty or ninety degree day. I don't like it. It's too I, sweet. I would you know what I would rather drink one of those natter days than yes. a, a Liney's anything. Uh, their juicy peach is good. It doesn't really taste like beer though. It tastes like a like a peach seltzer. See, and that's the problem. Like if I want a peach seltzer, I'll go buy a peach seltzer. I don't want it in my beer. Their grapefruit shandy is pretty good. Also very sweet. One of my friend's wives really likes that. Everything's overly sweet. It is. Yeah. I mean, I don't like honey weiss either. I know that's like border bordering on sacrilegious in this area. Yeah. I don't think it tastes like honey. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather drink a spotted cow or a honey weiss? Probably a spotted cow. Perfect. Great. Yeah, we can still be I, friends. Yeah, probably a spotted cow. I would say spotted cow every time, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I I recently had a Honey Weiss for the first time in years, and it was on tap at the okay. lodge. Yeah. When we went to the, the Lionies Lodge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's cool to go ago. there, but everything they have right. is like overly sweet, and that's kind of what they've like dug their heels in. And that's I their... like their, they used to call it creamy dark, and now they call it whatever dark it's kind of a lighter dark beer like a medium okay. bodied beer and i like it that was okay. the first dark beer i tried that i liked when i, I mean, was i'm not, a, I'm not opposed to like drinking a Lainey's here and there but i'm not ever gonna go buy a six pack you know what i mean i don't sure. think um well i don't buy the snowdrift and bring it home yeah. i only drink it at this one bowling alley that i know is gonna have it on tap okay yeah well you know and, what on I'm ta- and on tap is different yes you know, if I had the opportunity to drink a Lainey's on tap versus in the can or bottle, it'll be on tap. Right. But I'm not buying it to bring home, like you said, you know. Yeah, no, that's, like, I, I, I buy Guinness and bring it home. I like Guinness a lot. Oh, yeah, Guinness is great. And even their Harp Lager is good. Yeah, I like Harp. I like Smittix. Oh, Smittix is do. great. Yeah, Smittix is good. Yep. Um, I'm a big fan of the Snake Bite, uh, uh, which... I guess there's a lot of different versions of a snake bite, but it's half Guinness and half Magners as far as I'm as far as Okay. I learned the term. I know that there's a shot called a snake bite. Yeah. But what I mean is a layered drink with Magners and uh Yep. And uh Guinness. And I like uh black and tans too. Oh yes, me too. Uh have you tried the um the Killian's Irish Red? Yes, I've had Killian's. Yep. Okay. That's pretty good. I didn't like it the first time I tried it. It's but totally not. Beer. It's totally not an Irish beer, though. Right. Um, I had a uh, my roommate in college was huge. Like he had a huge like Irish boner mm-hmm. for all things Irish, and that was like the only beer he would drink. I mean, he would drink Guinness and Smittix, uh, but Killian's was cheaper, and it was called Irish Red, so he loved it, and he drank like you know Irish breakfast tea. Yes. So we we. Um, we went, and I think I mentioned briefly on the last episode that we went to uh, Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, for my brother's baby shower. Mm-hmm. And we stopped in this brewery, and I did some research because we were like, okay, we got to go there. We got to get back. 
uh, because uh, my wife's mom was here watching watching Vivian, and uh, she wanted to leave that night yet. And so it's a three and a half hour drive there and a three and a half hour drive back. So we spent seven hours in the car, and we were like, "Oh, we got to find some breweries on the way back, so we can hit like a brewery on the way back." And uh, I found this one that was really highly rated, uh, called the Lazy Monk, in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Okay. Not impressed. Not impressed. Not impressed. We tried three different beers there. You know, the between monk was the two a little of too us. lazy. Yeah, and that's what I, I was telling uh, telling my buddies. I'm like, yeah, we we stopped there, and uh, the beers really weren't that good. And he goes, well, it's a Lazy Monk. If he would have been, you know. Even just an averagely performing monk, it probably would have been good beer. So, yes. you know, uh, you can't always trust the reviews online, but uh, they were dog friendly, so that was kind of nice. A lot of them are. Yeah, not the one, uh, not the one downtown Robbinsdale. They're not anything friendly. They hate the community. Uh, we actually got kicked <laughs> out of the brewery. When when Vivian was when Vivian was uh, six weeks old, we okay. walked down there with her in the stroller, and we sat out on the patio, and uh, Sarah and I had a beer, and they came out and they're like, "You need to go sit under the giant circus tent in the parking lot. You can't sit on our patio." And I'm like, "She's six weeks old. You think she's going to try and steal my beer?" Um, so not uh, not family friendly. They don't want dogs. Uh, they hate the community, and um, through other things, I, I don't want. I wanted to make that joke, but I wasn't sure if that's how it was going to be. No miners on the porch. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that is how they yeah. are, and it sucks because they're within walking distance, and uh, we just we can't go there because it's not it's not fun. And our daughter is very very well behaved for a two year old. Especially when we go out in public. And uh, I just brought her to Half Price Books tonight because she wanted to go book shopping. And uh, so we went and, you know, they got a nice little kids area in the back where they can pick out their board books and, and look at the stuffed animals and things like that. Very well behaved. Better better behaved than some of the adult patrons in there. I'll tell oh, you that. Sure. Um, but I can't bring her to this brewery that's, you know, within walking distance from my house. So right. well, I hate them. Um, I hate them now. For uh, the listeners who are not from Minnesota, uh, you can bring children in any bar or liquor store, and they don't care. It's, it's not against the law here. Oh no, it's not a state thing. It's up yeah, to yeah. the establishment. It's, it's, it's up to the establishment. So, how big uh, a dick does the establishment want to be here? Right. Uh, in the state of North Dakota, children cannot go into bars or liquor stores. Period. In the so, state of in the state of Wisconsin, where I'm from, uh, shout out the cheese. You can drink at any age in a bar as long as your parent is with you and tells the bartender it's okay. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to give Vivian beer. Right. Right. You know, uh, probably at least not till she's 15, 16, somewhere in there. But uh, to, to not even be able to go into a place because she's not of legal drinking age. It's kind of a huge downer. Right. And I understand you don't want those those uh, poorly behaved children running amok. And, you know, like in restaurants, you get these kids and they're like, 
tearing all over the restaurant and you're just like silently hoping that they trip and fall and have to leave. Um, or you like physically trip them and then blame it on the chair or the waiter or something. But that's not, that's not, that's not our family. You know, right. if you have a well-behaved child, what's the big deal? It's no different than going to a restaurant, really. Right. Yeah, but, well, there's a lot of bars in Minnesota that have video games and pool tables and stuff. And yeah. they're intended for kids to play. Yes. Uh, and their parents to drink. Yes. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and that's fine, you know. And there's good money all, in that. Yeah, of course. You know, they usually serve food and yep, it's perfectly okay, you know. But yeah, like North Dakota, they have to separate the bar. If it's a restaurant bar, okay, they have to separate those two out and the kids can't come into the bar. So the bar area has only adults. It's actually kind of nice yeah, uh, to a certain extent. Well, and, and, and that's great too, you know, like if you have uh, babysitters and stuff. Um, oh, they usually have a section that's not... No, quote, not the bar. I know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, Vivian was born at the very, very start of the pandemic. Right. So we don't have the same, uh, you know, I, do you call it a black book if it's babysitters? I sure. I don't know. We don't have the same like Rolodex of babysitters uh, as parents that had kids prior to the pandemic because there was nobody and you didn't want anybody in your house. At right. the very start of the pandemic. So we don't have that same babysitter network. And we like going places with her, you know. So um, when when Sarah and I do have the babysitter or one of her grandparents here watching, then, yes, we love to go to places where there's no other kids. Sure. But I think, you know, if you have well-behaved children, you should be able to go wherever you want. And legally you can. But it's up to the establishment here in Minnesota. And uh, and a lot of kids aren't well-behaved. And I understand that, too. So I have about an inch left. And Same. my cigar is turning sour. It is. It's very sour. Yeah, mine is turning sour. I think it, that... Uh, it's not the flavor change I was uh, hoping for. No, it was good until it got just sour right at the end. Yes. Kind of like the other one. The other one yep. lasted longer, though, before it, it got did, sour. It did, it did. The other one was much better uh, overall. I agree. But uh, I agree. Uh, I think this is probably it for this one. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot more left to smoke uh, if I wanted to subject myself to it. Yes, which is kind but, of sad. Um, yeah, it's it's uh it's a testament uh, to this one. I don't I don't think this is a full on dud though. No, no, the first no. the first. Three quarters was yes. very good. Very good. And then instantly it was like a, I know. a switch turned. And you said like, that Ooh. we must be we must be evenly matched on smoking this one because I just put it down and then you said, Oh yeah, mine's getting sour and I was like, That's why I put mine down. Um I haven't like, you know, tapped it out yet, but I'm gonna let it sit there uh for a minute. But uh I think yeah, so far I'm, the Cameroon I'm holding it but I am not smoking it. I think the way. Cameroon is better uh than the Hibano. So far. Yes. I would agree. But uh, Not that this is bad. No, it's not bad. Cameroon is better. It's good. The Cameroon is better. Yeah. 
Okay, say I, I think I'm starting to shy more towards the lighter cigars. I still like the dark ones too. It's not. Oh that. man, there's some really great dark ones we smoked. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I almost wonder because like, I wonder if it's easier to make a great lighter cigar. I don't know, because there's a lot more oil in a darker cigar. That's true. Um. And that oil builds up and it just, it just turns sour. You know, that's like, well, it can the Winston Churchill effect, right? Like he yeah. never smoked him past half. Yeah. Uh, supposedly. You know, well, and he also had the, apocryphal. he also had the disposable income to not smoke them past half. So. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, he did. But uh, not, not everybody gets to have champagne for lunch. That is true. <laughs> as uh, destructive as that would be. <laughs> this one's decent, uh, but the Cameroon's better so far. Uh, tune in next time for the next nub. Toodles. Toodles.